Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fire of Truth podcast. My name is JT Lieber. What's up, guys? It's Heather, Big Cat Tarot. Don't forget it. We're here again, examining spiritual truths or possible non-truths, looking at them from a bunch of different perspectives, whether that's astrological, maybe from a tarot perspective, philosophical, religious, or, you know, new agey, any way people want to look at it. So this week, with it being the new year, we want to take a look at change. Now, I know it's kind of, uh, it's what people do, right? New year comes along, but I think it's a good time you know, changes in the air, right, Heather? It's a, it's a good energy. We're we're in Capricorn season, which is all about doing all of that really hard work and that, you know, just kind of, it's where the rubber meets the road. That's right. So you got to push on. You do got to push on, but I feel like if you channel the energy of what's going on, you know, that's why all the gyms are full until the end of the month. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you're riding that Capricorn's back. Right. Yeah, we got to keep that energy going, though. And, you know, it is 2020. All the dads have made their jokes, you know. (laughs) I'll see you in the new decade, you know. Look, I love a good dad joke. Got the vision moving forward, you know. Yeah, perfect vision. Mm -hmm. And it is perfect vision. But I feel like uh, one of the things that you have to take in consideration with perfect vision, it's just like how we talked about last week with healing, sounding all holy healing. And then, like, no, it fucking hurts. Feels like you're, like, baptizing a cat and your skin's peeling off your bones. But... You know, for real. So, um, when it comes to perfect vision, like, you got to realize all the things. You can't even fully realize it, I don't think, until it actually happens. But all of the things that you're not seeing yet, and to clearly see them, that can be offensive. (laughs) You know, that can be eye-opening. That can be exhausting. (sighs) Yeah, definitely. Well, to see something in a way that you've never seen it before. Yeah. It's, you know, you think it's always going to be more answers. Yeah. But a lot of times it's more questions than anything. Well, yeah. Think about whenever you like, you think you got some shit figured out and then it's just like, just kidding. That was a fucking illusion in your own mind. Here's what's really going on. It's like a mean inkblot test. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> <So>. what? <laughs> I think so. Like the doctor asks, what do you see? And yeah. you're like a butterfly and he's like, mm. no, it's a dog being beheaded by a butterfly or something weird that you're like, mm. you sure that's what you see? That hurt. Mm. <laughs> Ouch. Um, but yeah, also, um, 2020 adds up to be number four. Okay. So two plus zero plus two plus zero, you get four. Uh, the fourth card in the tarot, like this is something like really big in the tarot community that we do a lot. Yeah. Um, the fourth card in the tarot is the emperor. Okay. So the emperor is. (sighs) Where to start? I know. God, (laughs) I really do like the emperor. Um, emperor. Jesus. Really? Take a break. Yeah, need a swig. Yeah. That's what I need. God damn, that's good too. The emperor is um, it is a masculine energy, and masculine energies. If all of tarot is invitations into something, so then you have a, an invitation from this masculine card. It is inviting you into this masculine. Not to say be manly, but like. The sun is masculine because when it's daytime, you like look in your house and you know like, oh, the sun's out. There's no questioning it. Like, you know, it's daytime, right? Now the moon, you that's a feminine energy. You have to go out and seek her, right? So this is asking you to to show up, to be seen, to um, just fucking, you know, like I, I have a, a teacher, my teacher, Lindsay, she compares um, 
the emperor to redwood trees. And I love that analogy because if you've ever seen a redwood tree, they are so fucking huge. And they're just, they're like when you see a really big dog and you're like, Jesus, that's a big fucking <laughs> dog. You know, like that's, that's what these trees do to me anyway. Like, holy shit, that's a big fucking tree. And it doesn't worry about the people on the ground that are like, holy shit, that's a big fucking tree. Or it's not worried about the growth of the other trees next to it or the little plants under it. Or it just grows. It simply shows up as itself and just it just fucking grows, right? So another thing, number four, right? Yeah. So what, what do fours mean? Fours can be a, a container. Well, what do they contain? They contain anything that you put in them. That's also like, that's kind of almost like a way of being like, uh, be mindful of your space. Mm. What are you getting rid of to create more room? We talked about that briefly last episode too, that, you know, your storage unit that's like completely stuffed to the gills. You can't fit any more shit in it unless you take some shit out. So, right. you know, for containment, um, boundaries, construct, there's also a sense of balance. Uh, there is also, it's not like, um, like a one or a two would be like a one would be like new two would be like gathering your tools. Three would be more like, uh, you figured some shit out and you're trying to figure out how you want to move in the world. Four is like, you have all of the tools, the supplies that you need. You have a great place to set up. Now it's time to do the fucking work and show up. Mm. Pretty big invitation, right? <laughs> yeah. So, like, if 2020, like, you know, obviously that's a four. So, you yeah. have the masculine energy showing up. You have boundaries as well. Yeah. Ooh, so boundaries. I love boundaries. Yeah. So, to push into the new year, like, it's a, it, you'd say, and I love the way you described tarot at the beginning, that tarot cards are invitations. Yeah. Right? Heck yeah. So, this year, you could see it as an invitation to be your best self. To be yeah. your authentic self, right? Yeah, man. Like, the authenticity and the just... Part of authenticity is really hard, though, because, like, being authentic, you have to know your truth. How many people don't know their truth? How many people have just been, you know, coursing right along, mm -hmm. rolling down the stream on autopilot? That could have been, like, uh, maybe it started in their childhood and they had a really overbearing parent, so, like, they, they couldn't ever show up as themselves. And then into adulthood, they have these, you know, unhealthy or codependent relationships to where they don't know who they are. You know, like codependency is a bitch. Yeah. Jesus, that's a bitch. Yeah, no but, um, yeah, you know, being when you brave, though, is everything. Well, yeah, when you describe, like, the four and, like, the four dimensions of, like, a box, mm -hmm. either as, like, a container, I immediately thought of it as, like, a box to stand on. Because you're talking Ooh, about, like, that I masculine like that. energy, right? Yeah. So it's, like, having something foundational that's strong enough to hold your yes. weight and to stand authentically yes. before everybody. Foundations. Right? That's another good one. Building strong foundations. Now, like, you can also, like, take this to where, um, like, the emperor, like, out of balance. Okay, like, the emperor, the sign of the emperor is Aries. Okay, if you know anything about Aries, they're... They're leaders, and mm -hmm. it's a cardinal sign, so it's what starts us into that next. So they're whoop, signs, all right. They're they can they can tend <laughs> to be kind of intense, and it's not a bad thing. Um, it, it does bring a lot of that Aries energy, though, like the fight for what you want. That doesn't mean that it has to be like aggressive, mean fight what you want. Um, an Aries out of balance is going to lack emotion. You don't want to do that. You want to feel the feels, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the impatience, the recklessness, the running over onto other people. Like, because you can mm -hmm. also have like an emperor that's uh that's out of balance and to where it like shines like too fucking much. And does that make sense though? Yeah. Everything so what, has to have a balance. Right, right. And so, I, I think this year, 
the uh, the fact that it's 2020, I think, emphasizes that too, right? Yeah. Because it's a nice... Uh, it's a nice... Yeah, it's a nice <laughs> balanced number, 2020, good. you yeah. know? And yeah. it's also interesting, like, even just, like, vision jokes aside, having that 2020 vision, that clear vision, I always think these things are more interconnected. Like, yeah, there's funny mm. dad jokes to be made, but the idea of, like, clarifying your vision this year, yeah, you know, and putting yourself forth, being authentic, mm -hmm. like, I mean, it makes me think about, like, the podcast we're even doing now, because, like, here we are, like, this is just you and me doing, like, I think what we yeah. were made to do in a lot Winging of ways. it, really. Well, yeah, but also being true Crappy. to who we are, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh. Like, I, I don't feel like we're two random random bozos who are like, you know what we need to do? Sometimes I feel like random bozo, but... <laughs> sure, sure. That does not take away from, like, having to show up in this space and having lights and cameras. And even as a Leo, I hate being center of attention. So, like, being brave in a situation like this, because I know that this has to happen. Like, there are things that other people need to hear, and they need to hear me say them. Being brave. I feel like this is totally worth noting. Being brave does not mean that you're not afraid. It just means that you fucking show the fuck up anyway. Amen to that. Dude, that's everything. Yeah. Something just talked. That's all right. It's Bluetooth. Oh. But yeah, for what it, it's like, um, yeah, courage is like the ability to act despite fear. You know, in yeah. the face of fear. Like yep. bravery. Yeah, same thing. Like, because you're going to be afraid. Like there yeah. are there are terrifying things going in the world going on in the world, yeah. whether it's you know talk about World War Three starting, you know whether it's the right. the crime and violence in major cities. You, you know? can find anything to be afraid of, anything that you look for in the world. You can find something that supports your argument. What are you going to channel your energy into though? Yeah, and the big question this year is how do we confront those things that make us afraid? Right, like how do we yeah. present ourselves? You know, because it's so easy to fall back, um, become a hermit, and read about it online and have really strong opinions, you know, watching the news, taking a political side, um, and just being a keyboard warrior, you know. Mm -hmm. But how are you really going to make a difference in people's lives? How are you going to help better the world around you, you know? How are you going to further that clear foundational vision for the future? You have to start with yourself. Yeah. Being the change you want to see starts at home, right? So something that I learned, uh, God, I guess really what really, 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 really opened my eyes to it was the, the Ferguson, Ferguson burning, Michael Brown. And it was just like, holy shit. I didn't really understand it as a white woman, but there's that many people that feel that strongly about something. I want to know why. And by just by fucking looking at like why do all them people think that one thing dude we're all humans at the end of the day you know what i mean like we all we all fear the same things we struggle with the same things we love the same things we i mean they vary but like for the most part we all get our feelings hurt the same day the same way you know so we have to make that emotional connection with people we have to quit dividing ourselves from literally everybody else mm -hmm. thinking that you know there's a difference between like feeling unique and feeling uh important or independent or whatever but like when you start taking that to an out of balance state where you know like you no longer fit in anymore that sense of community isn't there because you're so freaking feeling lost alone and misunderstood that 
sucks. Well, I think what's so dangerous too about our modern society is that it's easy enough to isolate yourself without feeling disconnected. Yeah. Because you can just, like, if you're following the Joneses on Facebook, mm -hmm. Instagram, YouTube, there's so much entertainment, video yeah. games. There's just so many things to keep us preoccupied that we never anymore yeah. have to actually face what's going on in our personal lives and our spiritual growth either, you know? It's easy to just kind of push that back into the background. And it's almost like uh, people have been doing that with like alcohol and drugs forever. Yeah, you know? stuffing and coping. Yeah, you know, and you now- You do that with busydom. Well, yeah, now I there's just so up. much, I, I love it because <laughs> we escape into our busydom, right? Yeah. You don't, you know, you can see people say, oh, well, he's an alcoholic, a drug addiction, like they're poo-pooing other people while they're on their phone or cruising on the internet and they're not out in the world being shopping changed. Shopping on Amazon. Yeah, shopping, buying, consuming. But consuming. Oh. It's big. It's big. Fuck yeah, it is. That's a huge addiction. Anything that, and it's not even about the addiction. It's not even about that buying off Amazon is a problem or the, the actual drug or the alcohol or the whatever it is is the problem. It's the fact that you overconsume whatever it is to keep yourself from feeling whatever it is that you don't feel like feeling. Yeah. That is where shit gets harmful and hurtful. And then you start, dude, you start repressing traumas. They will come out. Hi, hello, Heather, 2019 leg butt. Yeah. Couldn't walk for like three months because of this shit. And you hurt your sci sciatic nerve, right? Yeah. Well, I didn't have insurance for a long time, but my chiropractor was saying that he thinks it's a herniated disc oh. that's pinching my sciatic nerve. So down the right side of like from my butt all the way down, oh, it'll go from like tingles and it like feels how like carbonated water tastes. Oh, gosh. So, but, yeah. but you're saying you don't see oh. a total disconnect between, like, a physical ailment and maybe no, other things you're working on? Absolutely not. I do not see the difference. It just, it's like, it's energy. At the end of the day, it's all energy. It has to manifest. Like, I was I was telling um, somebody today I was talking to about, like, they, they feel like they have no release. Mm. But the thing is, they don't want to do the things that allow release. Laughter. Big mm -hmm. one. Not stuffing and coping with laughter, but like really just letting it out. But like crying, crying is a big one. Stretching your body, breath work, breath work's fucking cool. A lot of times during breath work, you'll end up crying. Yeah. Like, but you have to let that, you have to let it out because like you're just, you're compounding and compounding and compounding and pressing all this energy in and it has nowhere to fucking go. It's going to come out one way or another. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I was, it's funny you mentioned that. I was talking with my dad earlier and he's a counselor. Um, and he was, you know, saying he's having a hard time with one of his clients to find a breakthrough because she wasn't willing to make the change. <laughs> and, you know, me and him yeah. actually, we got on to a conversation about meditation and, and he's never really been a meditator before. And he asked me about it and he's like, what is it doing? Like, how does it work? And I'm just kind of thinking about that. I'm like, well, it, it breaks patterns. Like it can help you break things down and it stops the momentum of like, your thought process. Fuck yeah. And your identification perfect, with who you are, you know? Yes. So like, it's hard to say like, there's tons of obviously physical benefits and mental benefits, but there's more to it. There's a release that happens. Totally. Dude, you're so right. Because we do, we get that momentum going, especially the busy people. Mm -hmm. I do that too. I mean, I feel like everybody to a certain degree does do that. Right. But 
when you stop that and you don't allow yourself to be busy. I learned that actually with my whole leg butt situation. I couldn't walk. <laughs> so I was on the couch for like two months. Oh my God, I want to pull my own hair out. Um, I was like, I understand chronic pain on a whole new level. Yeah. And I see how I wasn't suicidal, but I see how that can be a thing. I see the hopelessness and the depression that comes with the pain and the frustration and all of that shit. But that was kind of like, I don't want to compare it to meditation because meditation, it really, meditation is very calming and soothing. This was not calming or soothing. This really challenged me, yeah. but it made me break the busy. I had no choice but to break the fucking busy. Yeah, you had to just sit there. Yeah. Well, that's actually, <laughs> you know, I've been studying meditation for, for a bunch of years now and been uh, practicing for 10, about, about 10 wow. years now. But my favorite meditation now, and this is the one I share with, with most people, um, sit down, sit still, shut up and be quiet. Yeah. And they ask, well, aren't I supposed to like follow my breath or, or be thinking a certain, nope. Just, shut just the fuck sit up. down, put your feet on the ground, be still, close your eyes, and don't move. Set a timer for 10, 15 minutes in advance and just be there. Yeah, because it makes you're, all the difference. You know, no, you don't have to chase your thoughts if you don't want. No, you know, no. sometimes, you know, you can follow the breath if you want, but just sit there and let your brain unwind at its mm -hmm. natural pace. Yeah. You know, because what happens is you're all jumbled up. And if you sit there long enough, you kind of have this little space for just a moment. Yeah. And that space is so essential because the more you can introduce that space in your day-to-day -day life, and even if it's just in meditation at first, for one moment out of 15 minutes, mm -hmm. that'll start to expand. And those patterns that you have, you'll be able to start to break those down with those little moments of space. And then you get there easier, too. You, you get like there you're so able much to just easier. Like, Karen's... Being an ass in the checkout lane. Fucking Karen. Fucking Karen. You just gotta, you know, you gotta go somewhere else for a minute. Maybe no offense to any Karens. No offense to any Karens. <laughs> I met some really great Karens. I actually don't have any bitches left. <laughs> I have other ones, but Sharon. So, Heather, with this being the year of the Emperor, how do you, like, interact with that? Well... I think. That's a hard question. I know it's a hard that question. Fucking, I, I got you. I put you man, on the spot. Man, that was like layered and <laughs> shit. Okay, so for me, um, I feel like everybody's journey is different. And I feel like everybody's path is different. I feel like we're all on different parts of our journey, path, whatever you want to call it. I have figured out, for the most part, who I am. I am being challenged more to show up like this. Yeah. I've been being told for like a year and a half, like by like my people not like the actual anyway you need to start showing up you need to start showing up and I'm like oh good I've been resisting until this year start showing of... up and showing out girl I know and like <laughs> leave it to the freaking emperor to be like oh it's your year there's no choice about it right so there's some things that like I would do to um maybe just like open up that container Mm -hmm. To be able to put things in, to be able to, you you know, because you need a space to safely explore and to question things without judgment. And when I say question things without judgment, I mean, like, not even judging yourself. You have to just play. Because yeah. that's the only way that you can think about how much shit that you learn as a kid. Okay. Just by playing. It's everything. It's <laughs> everything. 
<laughs> most things, yeah, your social interactions, yeah. the yeah. things that actually get you by in the world. Yeah, figuring out how to maneuver and, yeah. Okay, so these are some things that I would do. So being curious and imaginative. Like, you have to be in a state of imagination at least a little bit all the time. Because whatever you are imagining, you're also creating. I fully fucking believe that we co-create our, our realities, mm -hmm. right? I mean, like, there's certain shit that, like, if you want to pray for a certain thing or do some spell work on a certain thing, whatever, if it's not meant for you to have, you're not going to have that. But that's okay, because that just means that, like, the shit that you are supposed then you're not creating, like, this bullshit-ass vision board of a life that doesn't actually suit the bigger picture that you can't see yet. Mm. So, like, certain people get, like, real real weird about that. But I think that it's... It's really fucking cool to feel like, okay, well, this don't serve me, so it's not going to happen. Your ego gets in the way and starts stirring shit up. and like, I'm feeling some type of way about it, but it's fine. So, But I would ask yourself, like, um, I journal a lot, too. So Yeah. And sometimes I find with journaling, uh, I'll get to going, and then and I'm like, this is kind of stupid. I don't have anything to say. And then all of a sudden, the freaking floodgates open, and I'm like, wow, that was a hell of a realization. <laughs> You know, and then you can't put it back after that. So you just keep growing. So I would say like, um, who and what is it that you desire most to be? That's a pretty loaded question. It's a big question. That's a big one. Like, how do you even, I don't know. How do you even decide that? How do you make, how do you set goals, JT? Well, I think it's essential to have a goal in place. At least have an idea of where you're going. What if you don't know where to start? What if you are so underneath a conundrum of fuckery that that contains just fucking really unhealthy beliefs, but then also like pressure and oppression and everything else that maybe like your friends, your family, your peers, your the bullshit that like you have not figured out to like delete off social media, etc. That you're trying to fit into this box that you you're not caretaking your box because you're trying to fit in somebody else's box and there's only like one person per box. How do you do that? So, like, how do you navigate the world and, like, the standards of society when they can be oppressive or repressive? To set goals that are true to you. To set goals. Okay, well, I would always start with, like, something small. I would start probably, especially in, like, a dire situation. Like, if you feel like you're totally trapped and have no way out, I would ask myself, what is one thing that I can do every single day that helps move me towards being that person that I want to be? So... There's two parts to that. First, you need to decide who you want to be. What kind of person do you want to be? How do you want to spend your time? What sort of qualities and virtues do you want to hold? You got to be brave for that, too. You have you to be, be courageous. Yeah, you have to. not everybody's going to like that person. You have to believe that you're capable of something and being somebody who you might not think is possible. Yeah, because I feel like if you think it, it's possible. Yeah, well, definitely. But you have to have that vision at least in place. At least say... This is what I want. This is where I'm going. This is who I'm going to be. I might not be there yet. I might not know how to get there. It, it almost doesn't even seem possible. But the importance of having that final destination, that like final landing spot of where you're going, is that's how the subconscious mind wires itself to help you get there. So like you can't create in a void, right? Ooh, so like if you're good. if you and I see this a lot, too, and I'm guilty of it myself, but saying that I want to be um, better at this or that, or like, 
weight loss, for instance. Um, if you want to lose weight, but you don't have a goal of like what you want to weigh or how much you want to lose, like it's very difficult to head that way. You know, yeah. if you just want to eat better in general, like I want to lose weight. Okay, well, how much weight do you want to lose? I don't know. Your subconscious mind does not know how to go to mm. I don't know. <laughs> that's fair. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's, that's why even if like you might not believe in your goal, you might not think it's obtainable, or you can make it super obtainable. And when you get there, you can make a further goal. I'm going to lose five pounds. Great. So when you get there, now you can make a decision. Am I fine here? Do I want to go five pounds further? Do I want to go ten pounds? Like I like them small digestible steps too. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's essential too. Like um, if you're starting to work out or something, like work out, like do two push-ups a day. Like if you're finding a hard time to start, like anybody can do two push-ups or one push-up or a sit-up. Oh, no. Or, like, run to the end of the driveway <laughs> or back or something, you know? But yeah. even that small step will, like, start to build that momentum, you mm -hmm. know? And that can be... And then it becomes no big deal because the hard part was actually starting, not the work that you're doing after you started. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. it. Yeah, the hardest part is often starting, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I started exercising um, a few months ago. I've been really lax on it for the longest time, but I decided 15 minutes... A day, whether it was running, jogging, lifting weights, you know, doing a couple sit-ups or push-ups. Um, I was going to do 15 minutes a day, and I've been really good at that. Um, you know, because, and, you know, don't be so hard on yourself either. You know, if I'm, if I, like, run on the treadmill for five minutes and go, like, take a couple breaths or something or change my song on my, my phone and, you know, then do a couple sit-ups or something, it's just, like, be easy on yourself. Just meet your goal and make it something that you know you can do. So I knew I could do 15 minutes. Maybe you should only do five minutes, you know? Start where you know you can succeed. Start where you are. That's what we have to do with people Yeah. in general. Like, it's funny because the next thing that I have written down on my list as far as, like, how can we embody, how can we uh, effectively embody the emperor and his invitation without burnout, overwhelm, etc.? So it is soften your judgment towards yourself and others. Yes. Man, we are so hard on ourselves. We're mean. Yeah. We're mean to other people. Yeah. <laughs> because we hold ourselves to unrealistic standards, and then we hold other people to those same unrealistic standards that we set for ourselves. Yeah. What? I think so, I think a lot of people even even don't hold other people to those standards. That they just do it to themselves. That can be even yeah, harder. That's, you know. Oh, it is. It's um. And, and because like, maybe it's not even goals. Maybe it's not, maybe it's just, uh, like how you want to treat or how you don't want to treat somebody mm -hmm. or anybody or be treated. Right. So you treat these certain people. Well, I guess everybody, whatever. Anyway, these certain group of people you, you treat a certain way and they don't respond in the way that you think that they should. Mm. And that can be really, uh. Well, I mean, especially when you, like, go out of your way to do something, yeah. too, you know, or show extra yeah. kindness or compassion. It can be very, it's so easy to expect a return on that. Yeah, that's the fucked up thing, though, expectations. Expectations are a bitch. If Anytime you can leave expectations at home, do it. Yeah, but you have to have expectations, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there has to be a certain level of, like, communication and understanding, you know, for, like, especially, like, for relationships to work, like... I have to boundaries. Be able, it's boundaries, but you know, as 
two spirits, two souls coming together and like trying to work through something. And you have to be able to communicate. I think that's the essential part yeah. of expectations. Because if I have expectations, but I don't tell you what they are, mm-hmm. it's not fair for me to get upset if you don't meet those expectations. Oh, fuck yeah. Now, fuck yeah. if we communicate, we talk, we know like, I expect this from you. And mm-hmm. you acknowledge and say, well, I can provide that, you know, or I can't. Here's, you know, let's meet at this middle ground. You know, then there's communication and there's healthy expectations. Those are healthy expectations yeah. because it's it's like, hey, here's this uh, container that I want to fill. Mm-hmm. And this is what, you know, that is my life. And this is how I am, what I'm okay with showing up as, what I'm not okay with. Show- like my my personal peace and my personal space is fucking everything to me. Like yeah. you start fucking with my mental space, my like in a overbearing way, like you might not even be like mean to me. But it could just be like overwhelming, super negative, uh, just fucking draining. Bye, see you later. And I don't, I don't feel bad about that, right? You should because I expect to keep myself like it's. I get what you're saying. Like the, the expectations that you're talking about prevent self betrayal. Okay, but when I if I'm expecting you to like, oh, JT, I expect you to be here. And have this happy attitude and all these things that like make you a person mm-hmm. and you don't have that. I'm going to be let down by that. Well, that was dumb because you, you snapping at me for something has not a fucking thing to do with me. It has everything to do with your attitude, where you're at, what you went through. Maybe you washed the dishes and you got fucking water all over the kitchen like I did mm-hmm. this morning. I had to take a nap before you got here. I was so <laughs> like, you got on the window and everything. Anyway, I feel like, but the expectations that, even the communication aspect, like how are you going to effectively communicate with what you want, whether it be in a partner or anything else, if you don't even know who the fuck you are? Mm -hmm. So it still goes back to the emperor of living authentically, right? Rising up, showing up, figuring out who you are if you don't know who you are. Anyways, like I feel like, I mean, I'm 33 and like I learn shit about myself all the time that I'm like, damn, bitch, we've been together for 33 years and I'm still learning (laughs) shit about you. But it's true. You grow and you evolve or whatever. But like I, I really do try my best to just um, not have those expectations of other people, like goals for sure and results that I want to see for sure. But that how in between, you got to let go of that because like. You can put shit, not to say that you don't do the work. You got to do the work, right? You you know that, like, if you want a flat stomach, you're going to have to, you're going to have to do some sit-ups, some planks, some something. I ain't about that life. <laughs> I'm not. Not at this point. Like, it's starting to haunt me. Well, it's funny. The way, the way you described it, too, is essentially how the law of attraction goes. Yeah. Um, that you have those expectations at the end of the day, but the how you get there part mm. is for the universe to fill in. Right. So you have yeah. to you have those expectations, you believe in them, you feel them, and then you allow that energy or it was kind of like what we were talking about earlier with having that goal is so essential because then your subconscious mind can route itself mm-hmm. to that final point. And if you can feel like you have obtained that and have that and let everything in between go, whether it's your actions, others' actions. The universe is going to respond and you're going to find the wherewithal, the motivation that has mysteriously been lacking will suddenly present itself because you've let go of the how and you're focused on the end, the expectation, the goal. And and I feel like in between there and letting that go, you're going to have 
little bitty opportunities or random people that show up that are able to provide you with things that like if you are set on that end goal, you're going to be able to recognize them. You're going to start to understand them. You're going to start to see them when they show up. But flip side of that coin, there's going to be certain people that, uh, you know, their attitudes and shit are going to change because maybe like you change, maybe, maybe you don't feel like you change, but like your whole vibe change and it just like, it doesn't vibe with them anymore. And it, and like changing those relationships can be really fucking hard, right? Because maybe they've been a certain way for so long, or maybe everything's just, maybe it's not been okay, but it's been like withstandable. And now it's like not, but you have to, to go back to that whole, just how the universe puts people in your, in your, your line of sight, right? Mm -hmm. It's also going to take people away. You have to let shit fall away. Yeah. You cannot, like, how do we as, as, you know, embodying the emperor, right? And showing up as a redwood tree. You have to push past the fucking dirt, the soil, the everything else to push up and to grow out of there. You can't take all that with you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we there'd never never been a tree if we, uh, we yeah. didn't push some soil aside, right? So you just and you got to be mindful of your soil. I feel like that's a big um, that's being a big, mindful of your soil. Being that's mindful cool. Of your soil that could be a journal entry. I feel like. Oh, I'm pretty sure I've done it. Yeah. Three. <laughs> hey, I like get this, right about that. That's yeah, really cool. Fuck yeah. Um. And then also, like, to it kind of piggybacks off of lowering those expectations, not taking things too personal, not um, just having fucking craziness with other people as far as their, what you expect out of them. When people behave badly, when they trigger you, mm-hmm. when they do some shit that you're like, bitch, you fucking know better, you got to just calm down. Like, you can't react to that shit because then, like, their actions were their shit, right? But now my reactions are my shit. So you... I could sit here all day and be like, well, you made me whatever. No. No, bitch. You chose to use your power in that way. You let, you just expended your power in that way. Why would you do that? Call it back. Call it back, Sally. Bring it on back. Bring it on back. <laughs> Rail it in. Um, and like, I don't know. I feel like this was such a big lesson for me this year. It's one of those onion lessons where there's so many fucking layers to it. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Um. Having compassion towards other people. Not taking everything personal that everybody does, right? Still staying and, like, figuring out where your goals is and just let people exist along the sides of you. Uh, Some people are going to feel some type of way about who it is that you're becoming, right? Mm -hmm. That's pretty natural. Uh, I think a a big part, too, is getting out of your own way. Oh, my God. And the essential part. Speak on it. Yeah, well, (laughs) it has to do with the way you think and the words you use to describe yourself. Yeah, You know, I see so many people who are so depreciative of themselves. Mm -hmm. They say, well, you know, if I wasn't so lazy or, you know, I'm such a procrastinator. And just like, you have to stop saying those things to get past that. Yeah. Like the first thing to do, and this is like, it's very similar to meditation as well, but it's just seeing, noticing when those things happen will often be enough for you to eventually stop doing them. Yeah. So if you start recognizing, you know, every time you say, well, I'm such a procrastinator, like, you know, you realize, hey, oh, damn, I just thought that, like, that doesn't serve me. And you let it go. Like, it's not that you fight against it, because fighting against those it, thoughts. It gives it more energy. It gives it more energy. Yeah. It actually increases the resistance. So it's like this awareness of the thoughts going on in your mind and the thoughts that aren't serving you. Mm-hmm. that aren't nice to you they're not loving that's true let them go 
And so you can also start to incorporate their opposite in. And even if it's a lie at first, it feels like lying to yourself. It does. You know, if I'm a if I'm a if I would say constantly, I'm a procrastinator, and I notice that, and I say, well, no, wait, I get a lot done every single day, mm-hmm. and maybe I don't feel that at first, but if I follow up that thought of being a procrastinator with I get things done all the time every day, that could eventually start to work its way into who I am yeah. a lot more easily because those words have power. For sure. I feel like you also like start to notice the shit that you do get done. And then it's almost like it's like a mini celebration of like, yeah, I am doing some shit. You know, it's like being pregnant. And then you notice all the other women that are pregnant are like buying a yellow car. And then all of a sudden there's all these yellow cars. Right. It's the same thing, you know, as far as like you got it. But it is a moment. Some of the worst breakups I've had have been with girls who had very distinct cars. (laughs) So like a yellow Monte Carlo. A green beetle, right? Oh, like a bright green, and all of a sudden, like we're broke up, and now these cars are everywhere. Yeah, it's terrible. It's where you know where your attention goes, energy flows. Yeah, and you have to be so mindful of that. And I feel like we well, see. I could tell when I was over them too, because then I stopped seeing those cars. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, milestone. Right. Fuck yeah, that's the shit. I um, <laughs> I really like that because sometimes you need them little milestones, like. Am I making it anywhere? Because sometimes it feels like you ever, you ever like stepped in like, uh, I call it river mud, but it's like on river banks, like the river has gone down substantially, but it's still like mud and like it Missouri looks like clay. it's hard. Yeah. And yeah. it looks like it's hard and you step in it and all of a sudden you're fucking kneecap deep and it's like, oh <laughs> shit, you know, but like when you start walking through that shit, it reminds me of the never ending story. Whenever his horse, God, it's the worst part of the movie. I don't even want to talk about it. when his horse goes down and like the fucking quick mud or whatever anyway um that's how life feels sometimes you know and like sometimes just having that like oh i don't notice some cars anymore right that's fucking huge that's like a life raft at that point like yes somebody threw me a stick pull me up i don't know well yeah it's a small victory you're like well small victories are so important guess i'm over them like it actually feels good and then you kind of you know i would sit back and think about it a little bit like i don't think about them as much and then that's it because i don't want to yeah, no. you got to let it go. Moving I, on. Yeah. I like to um to think about shit like that as far as like not that I and I don't I don't do it intentionally. I'm just I'm just a thinker. Like I don't set up these mile markers in my goals of I mean, you do have big mile markers, right? But like yeah. say it's like getting out of a codependent relationship, okay? Well, how do you mile mark that other than like I'm out? Okay, but there's there's stepping stones to get to that, right? So there's little things of, you know, maybe it's like setting a boundary that looks like, uh, I'm really sorry that you're in that mood right now. But like, it ain't your mood. You don't have to take that on. Victory. Um, leaving the house. They're upset about it. You don't come back because you're doing your own thing. Like, your day didn't just fucking implode because they're having a fucking codependent moment. Yeah. And you stay out. <laughs> victory you know just like shit like that like they're just the little bitty changes inside yourself which i feel like you can only really notice when you're really doing the deep work to try and figure out like i question everything that i do i question where does my power go what did i just invest in today what am i your morning routines your rituals of what you do like Mm -hmm. mine always involved cats but cats are what make me fucking happy yeah they get you started each day too what a hell of a way to get started yeah i don't know but well, I think, you know, the meditation I talked about earlier of just sitting down and being quiet yeah. and like not trying to do anything particular, mm-hmm. but you'll start to notice which thoughts are going through your head and you will see 
where your attention and energy is directed. Yeah. Now, maybe you have a bunch of, like, you're thinking about the plot of, like, you or something. Oh, good one. You know, like, mm. maybe your energy's going there. Maybe that's cool with you. But maybe, like, maybe it's not. You know, maybe there's something else you'd rather be doing or something else you'd rather be focused on. Mm-hmm. So I, that's a major challenge in, in our world today because there's so many things vying for our attention. Advertising, advertisement, TV, radio. And the pressure um, to keep up. Yeah, well, there's pressure to keep up, Fuck. follow along with it, you know. Yeah, but then be unique, so then that's a whole nother pressure. <laughs> yeah, fall in line, oh, but, you fuck. know. Eckhart Tolle has a book called The Power of Now, and he talks about um, being the watcher versus being the thinker. And, like, I think it was the thinker. Like, the thinker is when you're, like, ding, 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 ding. Like, you're all in your head. Or, it's just craziness, right? But then the watcher is, like, that meditation that you're talking about where you just sit back and you don't try and stop your thoughts. You don't push against them. You just let them go and you just pay attention to like what's what's going on up there. I think that's a great segue into uh, change and kind of like the difficulty of change. But then because like we were kind of saying earlier, like if you resist change or try to force change to happen, it becomes even more difficult. Mm-hmm. So like where is that line like between acknowledging that you want to change taking the actions, but then like fighting against old patterns and habits. I think it comes to acceptance. I think, okay, so like I'm a girl, so I'm going to use the the body image thing, right? So there was a point in time in my life, literally I'm the same size that I am now. And it lost a fucking half a pound of weight since when I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> okay. So, and I just be like, oh my God, like, oh, it's so awful. Every time that I would look in the mirror and then it got to the point where I was like, That is so fucking mean. I wouldn't say that shit to anybody else. I wouldn't even think that about somebody else. Why is that okay for me to think that about me? And my goal was never to like, oh, to lose weight. I never set a real goal with that. I just wanted to quit hating how I looked. So then when I'd look in the mirror and I'd say something mean to myself and I just, that wasn't nice. Like, and just let that go. Like, no, you look good, girl. It's cool. Yeah. Find the things like them shoes look bomb. Ooh, your hair is silky today. Did you uh, did you believe it at first? I had to find the things that I believed. Yeah. To start out with that because like I'm a Leo that's, and I'm real stubborn. Well, that's great advice. So being that's, like, yeah. yeah, you look good, girl. Like that felt so <laughs> forced. Like shut up, bitch. Like you're lying, and I don't like lying. So <laughs> like, what you do? What, like put on your favorite clothes first. Yeah, you know it I could mean? be like, like maybe it's like uh, my favorite pair of earrings or maybe uh. I wear my hair in a bun all the time. So when I let it down, I'm like, damn, bitch, your hair got long. You know, just like little shit that like, I don't know. It feels like an effortless, like, yeah, that's cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like you start to build on those things and then all of a sudden you start realizing like, okay, so I'm really not that bad. Like this is literally in my head and like the mind is a fucked up place to be alone and your brain can get really, really mean and like shame you into all types of shit. But the cool thing about it. You don't have to fucking participate in it. That's right. That's fucking... Dude, I don't feel like people know that, though. Like... <laughs> well, it's it, it's so funny. Like, so for negative thought, like, you took one little step. You took that one yeah. little goal and realized and started pointing it out. And you changed the way your mind was thinking about it. And it's the same thing, like, if you want... That's, like, on a mental plane. So it's, like, the same thing if you want something on a physical plane. 
Like if you want to change in your appearance, like yeah. take that one little step, do that one push up, do that because five they add minutes up. of workout. Yes, they you know, add like up even with me, success. it's like, oh, I really like when I do my hair like this or like this pair of earrings. Like, yep, that's the bomb.com or like this shirt's really flattering. Next thing you know, you got a fuck ton of things in your arsenal that you already know, like in the back of your mind, like, yeah, that's the shit. Yeah. So then all of a sudden you start to feel like I feel put together. It's like when, <laughs> yeah, it's like when girls bras and panties match, you're like, your life's together. <laughs> not true but it makes you feel like it it really does i agree <laughs> Woo! <laughs> okay so say so you're on track for your goals all right you've been doing you know little bits here and there you've been making some headway mm -hmm. what do you do when you get off track to not beat yourself down and to get back on track. Interesting. So I was actually was thinking about this the other night. I think there are three with goals and like obtaining them. I think there are three important days. Let's hear them. The first one is setting your destination. Choosing what your goal is right. and where you're going. All right. The second day is the first day you fuck up. Yeah. Then the third and most important day is the day after you fuck up. <laughs> okay what do you do fair. like all how right. do you address that right so and not spiral out into all or nothing of like fuck it i'm done that's it so those are those are you know have your destination know where you're going understand there will be difficulties there will be troubles you might not meet your goals or your ambitions you know but then so then the biggest point is like what do you do the next day so like yeah. you know for instance, like a 15-minute daily workout, okay? What do I do the day after? The first day, I miss that. You know? I can either continue to not work out and lose everything that I worked for leading up to it, or I can recommit to my original goal and destination. And so I think that process continues, and hopefully instead of a downward spiral, you go in an upward spiral. Yeah. Where you have your goal that you're heading towards. Oh, there's a there's a road bump. Okay, but now I've set my goal again and here I go again. Oh, road bump. So eventually you get to the point where it becomes a habit and there are no more road bumps, you know? You don't find yourself skipping out on days. You don't find yourself calling yourself a procrastinator, you know? I feel like acceptance of uh at least my relationship with failure or when someone tells you no, like it was, it felt so final and, and like, well, nope, not good at that, better throw in the towel. And it's not, it's just like a rerouting. I think that like reprogramming yourself to really look at the word failure or fail or fucked up yeah. <laughs> is huge. And, and it's very instrumental in this process. Plus you got to figure like, okay, so if you fucked up on your goals, is it possible that maybe you held yourself to an unrealistic standard? Yeah, I mean, you do maybe, that, right? Yeah, well, maybe, you know, so I think that first day you fuck up, like there's, then there's like, there's a reevaluation process that needs to happen. Yeah. You know, you need to say, okay, well, I was going here. I didn't quite get there. Where am I at now? And where am I going? Because you still have to continue that forward progression. Otherwise, you're going to spiral back down. I know it's, it's a common thing um, with addicts. Um, people who are either alcoholics, addicts, um, cigarette smokers, anything like that, they can go for months at a time without having a drink, 
without having a hit, without smoking a cigarette. And after that one, that one drag, that one puff of smoke, yeah, you know, well, then the next day it's one and the next day. And now they don't reaffirm that commitment, you know? Yeah, it makes you feel kind of shitty once you fail. You know, you fall off and, oh, man, it's hard because it, it requires radical honesty. And so many people are so afraid to be radically honest mm -hmm. because it also requires radical vulnerability. Well, and look and look at how people dealt with this. And even with the vulnerability part, the Catholic Church has confession. Mm -hmm. um, and that's essentially the idea behind it is that you're striving for perfection. You're moving <clears throat> towards your best. You, ha you fail and you need to admit these failures. And so that's what confession did as a ritual, right? And the vulnerability part, it was incompetence. So you didn't have to put it out there for the whole world, but that was their ritual. It has me thinking we need a type of ritual today. And, you know, maybe even like if you mess up, I mean, people burn sage often mm -hmm. to cleanse their house or if something has been going wrong, they need a change in the energy and the vibration. Um, even burning incense, incense um, could be a good way to like clear the air or even to acknowledge that you've made that mistake. Because like you said, it's it's essential to acknowledge that. Yeah. Acknowledgement is everything. Yeah. But, I mean, denial doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't. You know? Nowhere in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll get you, it'll get you heading yeah. back downward, you know? Yeah. Man, there's so much we could, ooh, we could take that so many places. Yeah. Well, change is really difficult. And, and so, so. You know what though? What? Everybody doesn't like change. And sometimes I don't like the changes that happen, but. I have really, and I can't tell you how I did this because it happened very organically for me. Yeah. Actually, I bet you I can tell you when it happened. Hold on. We'll get back to that. So I really have, uh, I've fallen in love with the idea of what comes after these big, you know, in tarot, we call them like, uh, like tower moments where, you know, like. The ground really fucking shakes some shit up. You lose parts of your house. Like, shit is just like, what the fuck? Sometimes the whole thing fucking crumbles and you have to start from the very bottom, right? I, somewhere in my brain, it, thank God, however this happened, it is like rewired. It's like wired in a way that I'm like, fuck yeah, I get to create whatever I want to after this. And I like it. Like, falling in love with with the possibilities of what comes after change has been super duper valuable and instrumental in everything in my life and has gotten me to where like I am now with my wits about me. I mean, as much as you can <laughs> say. Um, but like, I think it started when I was little and I used to always paint my room. Oh, I'm just not liking the energy in here, in here anymore and just paint it. I had a best friend that uh, once I moved out as an adult and like if I went through a breakup or something, I'd end up painting walls. I didn't really? realize that I did it, like, at the time. Like, it wasn't like, oh, we broke up. I better paint the walls. Right, better get out the red. Yeah, but it, like, <laughs> always happened, like, afterwards. And she used to joke, like, Heather, you got to quit. You're going to start losing square footage. Right. It's like, well. <laughs> Putting it on thick, huh? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, so many layers. Right, yeah. So many no, breakups. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I really like the change that comes after uh, disappointment and heartbreak because it it does give you that time to reevaluate, recenter, regroup, and kind of re-strategize. Really, you just have to show up for yourself. You have to you have to be someone who is dependable and not in the 
feel like society has like this really fucked up mentality of like how you're supposed to show up and you give, 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 because giving is receiving and giving is receiving. But you know what else is receiving? Receiving. You know, it's one of the hardest fucking lessons to learn in life to receive gracefully, to not feel like you owe somebody or whatever. Like you just got to learn to receive and that you, you deserve certain things. And we, we cut this off and we pinch it off to such a magnitude that we no longer are meeting our own needs because we are so busy worried about, are we meeting other people's needs and their Mm -hmm. expectations and their desires? So I think that like, I'm so fucking done with the self-betrayal shit. I am so fucking done with it. I have, like, 2019, I'm not shitting you when I say that I feel like it put me in a fucking barrel of water and held me down to where, like, like, I stopped breathing and then, like, it let me up, like, all right, cleansed. But fuck, man, it makes you reevaluate some shit. That's been my 2019. And I've realized how much that I have very, uh, very quietly been betraying myself so fucking hard. And things that are, like, celebrated, like, oh, good job, you got married. Oh, good job, you bought a house. Oh, good job, you're withstanding in this fucking horrible-ass relationship that looks great on paper with your picket fucking fence. Like, so much, so much fucking self-betrayal. So much, like, putting other people's needs before mine and not in a, like, a, I'm trying to be selfish and, like, only I matter. No, I'm a fucking compassionate-as-shit person, man. But I don't know how to take care of you if I don't know how to take care of me. I'm just over the self-betrayal shit. So I feel like we got to come in with some fucking compassion, radical honesty, radical vulnerability, and maybe an, an account partner, like an accountability partner. Accountability buddy. Accountability buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun one to say. Yeah, yeah. Accountability buddy. Yeah, you're my accountability buddy. When it comes to this, you be like, how do you do this? It's like seven text messages later, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just sobbed myself into soup, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I gotta crack the whip sometimes. Dude, I like it. I need that right now. Well, and it's important for me too because it's for me. I have a hard time showing up when other people aren't involved. You know, oh. like I try to make this self commitment to myself to um, be at the top of my game, and I'm gonna do all of these projects. But when it, I'm working with somebody else, it it helps me a lot. You know. All right. Well, then this is a good accountability buddy. Yeah, setup we got a we good got. accountability buddy system oh, going. Oh my god, that's a good <laughs> word. <sighs> All right. Well, what do you want to send them off doing this week? Well, um, so for, I want to give you a process, very simple, something that you can do. Um, you know, we talked a lot about goal setting today, getting clear vision and where you want to go. Sometimes people are too scared to even start. Oh yeah. That can be super intimidating. You know, break them down. Well, that means that your goal is too big. Well, Partly, but but some people like won't even begin to consider anything because they know where it leads. Like maybe at a point in their life, they've wrote, wrote down their goals. Maybe for the last 10 years, they've made new year's resolutions that they haven't followed and haven't kept. So they think to hell with it. All it is is pain and misery. And it makes me feel bad about myself, you know? And I get that. I've been there. Hell, like if, if, if you're somebody who, who you've met every goal you've ever set, then you're lying to yourself. Yep. So you're probably really unhealthy and portraying the shit out of yourself and living for your parents, but I'm not being judgy. <laughs> so what you can do if you find yourself stuck and you can't even like begin to like articulate what you want to do or, or the goals you want to set or where you want to be. And, and, and this is really simple. Just you get 
pad and paper, or you can do it into a microphone, whatever you're comfortable with, into your phone, voice, voice uh, recording, whatever. Just have a brainstorm session and call it a brainstorm session. Now, I know that sounds weird and trivial, but if you come to something and you're like, okay, you know, like I want to write down my goals for 2020 and I haven't had success in the past and I felt really bad when I've looked through old journals and I see my goals from 2017, 18, and 19 and they're all the same and they haven't been met. And you, you just, you're, you're not sure about yourself and whether you want to yeah. start, right? Write down you feel on paper. defeated. You feel defeated. You don't even want to put forth the effort to begin. Write down brainstorm. Write down brainstorm. Say in the microphone, hey, this is a brainstorming ideas. <clears throat> and just start to write. Let yourself go. Whatever it is, get it out there because you have to get it out there. Mm -hmm. if, if you don't, you're not moving forward. So have a brainstorming session with yourself, whether it's writing, recording, just thinking through things and allow yourself to be as creative as you want. Set big goals, have little goals, whatever it is. Just put it down on paper, get it out into the world. And I think it's a great thing to do if you're feeling stuck, mm -hmm. you know, and, I, and and it's not a commitment. You know, I, I always, I've, I felt when you write something down, it's almost like you're committing to it. In mm -hmm. 2019, I will, <laughs> you know, or like my goal weight is going to be, or like I'm going to have this much amount of money by. But when I write brainstorm and I'm able to just jot it down, I, this isn't a commitment. This is just ideas. It's feeling it out. It's much looser, less harder, um, feels good to get it out. And then you can evaluate, make your, make your moves from there. All right, I'm going to say mine is going to piggyback off of yours. I feel like they need to do yours first or <laughs> if they already have like their list of goals or whatever. First of all, I feel like two things, two things that I feel like are uh, that that we get in our own way because we get in our own way all the time. I do anyway. <laughs> Real change happens when you're sick of your own shit. That's it. And you have to... Um, you have to also understand that, like, you are a person. Just like you wouldn't want to confine somebody too strongly, right? Because you're like, they're going to hate it. They're going to hate if I'm, like, too overbearing in this relationship or whatever. The relationship with yourself also cannot be too overbearing. So, mm. maybe um, your goals for 2019. What if you didn't put a cap on it like that? What if it was, like, in 2019, I'm going to start working towards? 2020? Oh, God, fuck. That's the first time it's fucked me up. What day are we on? The 7th? twice in a I row. made a whole fucking week without fucking up, though. That's pretty big. Not bad. Oh, that's pretty impressive. Really? See, look, fuck up, but it's like a pat on the back because I guarantee you most people fucked up within the first three days. That was the first, the first time I wrote it, I recorded a dream <laughs> on the first and I wrote down 2019. Oh, I even man. thought to myself, I'm going to write down what year it is. When I look back in 10, 20 years, I know what year. And then I wrote 2019 still. I wrote 20 on a piece of paper that I was filling out, like a, a form that I had to fill out. And then somebody told me, like, you need to write 2020 because if you just write 20, they can fill it in with whatever they want to afterwards. And my mind was fucking blown. A, that you would have to do that. But B, the, that's yeah, a, that, that's life the Life pro tip. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it is. Ooh. Okay, so... What if uh, we didn't think so small of like, okay, so in 2020, I want to accomplish all of this shit. Mm -hmm. What if it's like in 2020, I'm going to start blah, 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 whatever it is, like uh, being nicer to myself, taking better care of myself, uh, whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, because you could even cap it off at a decade. You don't even have to cap it off. Who says that you even have to fucking cap it off, right? Be better each and every day. Yeah. Work Better towards than the it. Last. Yeah, yeah, don't give up on yourself. 
telling you, self-betrayal is fucking dead. I'm over it. I am so fucking over that shit. So, also, in addition to that, of how we hold ourselves back, um, so, we, we, we set these really outlandish goals, then we get really down on ourselves for not, for not doing them, right? But then, like, hey, I don't know, actually, I think I just added, like, three or four. I'm just gonna make this really brief. You have to celebrate the small things. You have to get clear on what the fuck it is that you want, okay? And not what the fuck other people are accepting of or what do you feel like, oh, well, will that pay my bills? No, let that shit go. What do you want to do? Who is it that you want to become, right? Mm-hmm. So that that's going to be my one, two, three, four, all in a nutshell. My project, my my what I want y'all to do is, okay, so that goal of whatever it is, uh, maybe it's like owning a house. Maybe you want to buy a house, okay? Yeah. So I want you to think about, like, uh, maybe you do it in, like, a quiet meditation. You definitely need to do it somewhere quiet. Like, light a fucking candle in front of you if that's going to, like, make you focus. And Give ju- yourself the space to think. Yeah, literally the yeah. space, the quiet, the time, all of it. Uh, if it helps you, like, use some, um, use an orange candle. Let's say that because orange is all about success. So that's mm-hmm. a good one, right? So maybe you break out, like, whatever kind of orange crystals and shit that you have. Get them all together. Get clear on what the fuck it is that you're wanting to do. So say in this instance, it's buying a house. Imagine already having the house. What does that feel like? What does it smell like? What is hanging on your walls? What does your furniture look like? Who's there? Like, Mm -hmm. just imagine yourself already being there, looking around. Who is there? What's hanging on the walls? What does it smell like? Oh, you just grabbed your mail from the mailbox. What did that look like? You set it on your, your counter well, what is it? Who's it addressed to? Where is it that you're living? What's your address? You know, just so many of those things. Because you can set these goals and it's like, oh, I didn't attain them or oh, I did. It's not a fucking bingo card. Like, you have to have an emotional attachment to them. Yeah, and that's 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 the big thing is the emotional feeling aspect. So one meditation that I've learned, you know, when you're into that space, when you're thinking these things, when you're feeling the reality of having that yeah. house, you know, you're imagining going through your own house doing these things you see your perfect little plant in the corner Mm -hmm. you see your cats running around getting into fucking everything my skulls on the walls and my crazy (laughs) painted walls that i painted three times because i couldn't decide on a color that's right and it makes you happy you know so have have that feeling (laughs) and what you gotta do if you can do this you're you're almost there crank that feeling from a one or two whatever it is up to 10 or 11 and you hold it and you feel it you yeah. got to hold it. It's almost like holding your breath. Don't hold your breath for that long, but <laughs> let it bleed through you, you know? Yeah, let it be it's consumed gotta... through that yeah. feeling because what's going on is your brain is rewiring itself mm-hmm. to find those connections. That's what that strong emotion is. It's your brain neurons rewiring themselves to find that place. Yeah. And you're letting your subconscious mind know this is where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Take me there. I like that. And it's also a vibration and everything's vibration. Yes. So you start vibrating on a level, you pull more of that in. The opposite pulls in science class, like they just never, there. you know, they never, you just can't get them together, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, you start vibrating on that level, then, uh, man, it's crazy the shit that'll happen and it happens fast too. It can. It can like the better that fast. you are at that, man, that's, yeah, manifest it, bitch. Mm-hmm. Speaking of manifest it, uh, full moon Friday, lunar eclipse. Yeah. Lunar eclipse. It's exciting. Fuck, now I forget. (laughs) 
It's a lunar eclipse. It's in uh, Cancer. So uh, eclipse energy, like we got to talk about this for a minute because there's another thing I want y'all to do. Grab your fucking crystals. Yeah. Put them outside. Charge them up. Get some uh, spring water. You can make spirit water. You can make just moon water, whatever. Um, I use spirit water a lot because I do ancestor work. So, and like, it sounds like it's really glamorous. Oh my God, she makes spirit water. No, bitch. Okay. I take a fucking <laughs> jug of spring water that I buy at Walmart because I live in a small town. So my, my jug of spring water. And there's this really great cemetery in town that I just drive by and you can just like get out the car, put it in the cemetery and roll. You just want to put on it. And it doesn't matter. It just needs to be out from nighttime and you have to go pick it up before the sun rises. Mm. So it, it takes a little bit, but I use it with like my ancestor work and shit like that. Dude, fucking mm, so great. You don't have to do that though. You can do moon water. Okay. So this is Capricorn season, hardworking shit like that. Right. Right. But then it's cancer. The moon is, is in cancer. So cancer has to deal with uh, feeling the feelings, all of your, uh, like your love life, your home life, your, your security. Okay. Mm -hmm. The things that make you at your core feel secure. Like that's super duper cancer energy. Okay. So also with being eclipse, like the energy is going to be more intense. Some people say that like, uh, I know some witches that don't do spell work on, on eclipses and shit. And I feel like always live your truth and do whatever you want. That being said, if you want to do some fucking spell work on like now's the time. So this is the time to really fucking manifest it and really sit there with your orange candle and your little orange crystals and like really be thinking about this and doing this project. Friday night. Friday night. It's happening. Yeah. Um, the energy is ripe. The energy is ripe. Yeah. it's And it's so abundant. So you know what? You know what I'm going to say though? What's when that? you sit down and you think about your goals, start with gratitude. Starting from a place of gratitude, of, like, the things that you're fucking thankful for. And I don't mean, like, I'm grateful for my son and my mom and my friends. No, I mean, like, the things that you're, not that you're not really grateful for those, but then the things that, like, spark within you that you're like, fuck, yeah, that's the shit. Right. You know, like, <laughs> um, like whipped cream on top of my hot chocolate. I'm so thankful for yeah. whipped cream on top of hot chocolate. It sounds so stupid, but, like, yeah. You know, like, little shit like that that uh, I really like the sound of, like, a quarter going down the jukebox. I'm so appreciative that like that sound exists because I'm just like, ooh, I like it. Oh man, it might not soon. There's not many more jukeboxes you can do that at bars, right? It's all dollars and cards. This isn't raising my vibration. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm just feeling grateful for the You're rarity right. and how yeah. magical that experience. Would yeah, be, like there's know? so much like stupid <laughs> shit like that that I don't think is stupid, but. Just little things like that. And you just start like picking those things out. And all of a sudden, like you're in a really good place. Then you start thinking about, you know, that house that you want to own yeah, and what it looks like, things. what it smells like, what it feels like, what you're doing, what colors on the walls, who's there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, me and uh, I say a prayer every night with my son. And that's that's the one thing we do for sure is we each say three things that we're thankful for. Oh, I love that. And yeah. And so it doesn't become um, stagnant either, you know, because like you're saying, it's so easy to be like. Thankful for my mom and dad, friends mm -hmm. and family, which each thing we say, we'll throw our hands in the air and be like, yeah, oh, you get excited. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're so thankful for that awesome meal we had. Ah, and he's like, hey, he's so happy. <laughs> and I am too. And, and we're happy for your school. Yeah. And your friends. Woo. You know, you bring that actual energy yeah. into it. You know, you got to believe it though. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, and even doing something like that, throwing your hands in the air and like smiling about mm -hmm. it. Like it brings that energy to life. It does. Yeah. I like it. It's an embodiment of mm -hmm. it. And that's everything with uh, manifesting anything. You have to embody it. 
Yes. Uh, it's just like, you know, the emperor with his invitations. This 2020 is about embodying the emperor. He has so many things. I can't even say he because it's not a he. It's just hard not to say he because it's masculine and sure, you know, just sure, being, sure. you know, cis white female. That's just what, you know. Yeah. You know. So anyway, <laughs> um, when you think about that, though, like, and how much, you know, the emperor has to offer you and embodying that and how you can show up in that. And then it's almost like, it's kind of like an accountability buddy, but it, but it, accountability buddy. Accountability buddy? Thanks. You're welcome. It's kind of like that because, like, I don't know, I feel like some people don't do well on their own and they need that guidance. Yeah. For now, you'll grow out of that. Yeah. You'll get to the point where, like, you can set your own goals and work shit out. But it's okay to not have that. But I feel like channeling that emperor, mm, it's a good idea. It is because it's like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I mean, I love, I love the image of of building your box four by four, sturdy foundation, sturdy foundation. Put away what you don't need. Throw away what you don't need. Set up your box. Fuck that. Stand up on it. Yeah. Present yourself, right? And like, fill it with all the things that make you who you want to be. Yeah. Not like who you are, because like. We could talk. I know a lot of people that are not really thrilled with who it is that they are. Mm -hmm. And that's sad. And it sucks. But unfortunately, it's part of life. Now, it's up to you if you want to make a conscious effort to change that. And change takes work. Right? You have to show up and do the work. You can't just set the goals and then not show up. Yeah. If I get a job somewhere and they're like, we're going to pay you $95,000 a year. I can't just show up on payday. You have to show up to fucking work. <laughs> you know? Like, you, you have to... You have yeah. to put in the miles. Yeah, so the that mileage. goes. That kind of goes into what we we're been kind of uh, all over today with with change and like the necessity to let things happen, the necessity to know where you're going, and to trust the experience. Surrender. Yeah, to surrender and also acceptance. You know. Yeah. Um, it's kind of two sides of the same coin. So <laughs> isn't it though? God. So um, all right. I brought. I wanted to kind of end on this. I printed out here uh, verse seventy eight from the Tao Te Ching which is uh, written by Lao Tzu. And so this particular um, verse, it's 78, has a lot to do with change and kind of the things we've been talking about. And, um, you know, we can touch on it or just leave it as it is. Uh, it's just beautiful. So I love it. I do. I was thinking if he wrote another book that I had, my face looked like real. Like, I didn't believe you. <laughs> I believed you. I was trying to dig deep. There's anyway. Sun Tzu. He did The Art of War. I have that book. Yeah, and then Lao Tzu. Okay, Did see, that's Tao where Teaching. my... Although they, you know, they're not sure if Lao Tzu wrote it or if he compiled it or he's like one of those mythical mm. kind of figures. Oh. But so this is All the right. 78th chapter. Nothing in the world is as soft and yielding as water. Yet for dissolving the hard and inflexible, nothing can surpass it. The soft overcomes the hard. The gentle overcomes the rigid. Everyone knows this is true but few can put it into practice. Therefore, the master remains serene in the midst of sorrow. Evil cannot enter his heart because he has given up helping. He is people's greatest help. True words seem paradoxical. Damn. <laughs> I feel like that was like heavy like water. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So like this whole, I think it just touches so well on the whole process of change that we were going into. You know how you, if you, you got to decide to change, but you can't resist the change. You can't force the change because that just puts up greater barriers. Mm -hmm. But it's just having patience and learning 
learning how to stand in the midst of sorrow and like move through that that acceptance surrender like it yeah, all because, just ties like, in you know think about like how the rocks and shit are created in a river like not created but like worn down in a river yeah that's not because like a freaking tsunami came through and just like whoosh sandpapered the rocks down no that's like constant state of just wearing away it's time it it is it's time it's patience oh god is it patience man water and trees are like some of the best shit to look to mm-hmm. to just like sit your ass down you're fine <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah I, that's how i talk to myself i don't really well sometimes i talk to other people like that but usually like you're my people if i talk to myself right right <laughs> hopefully well, so i think right. that's a good place to wrap things up yeah yeah thanks so much for joining us this week on the Fire of Truth podcast. And until next time. I feel like also, though, if they want to hear about something, y'all need to... Don't call me. I won't answer. But, uh... Oh, yeah. Give us a subscribe. Give us a like. We're on these platforms mm-hmm. now, which is pretty cool. Google What platforms podcast. are we on? Uh, we're on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, uh, Radio Public. Spotify. Spotify. There's the big one I was forgetting. (laughs) We'll be on the Apple podcast sooner rather than later. That one just takes a little bit of time to get out. Yeah. And then, of course, you can hit us up, like, individually. Yeah. I'm I'm Heather Watermelon Jones right now because I haven't launched Big Cat Cheryl. It's my goal. We'll get it done. It'll get done. I got two weeks, three weeks left. Yeah, we're on Instagram, too. Fire of Truth Podcast. Not a whole lot of content up there, but I'm learning how to make these videos. We knew. We knew we don't know what to do. We'll get there. We're there'll, getting there. We're be, already figuring it out. There'll be all the fun social media jazz yeah, going along with it. Yeah. So, if you have any questions, um, I've thought about doing, like, dream interpretation mm. um, on one Let's of Let's offer a special. Yeah, we could do a special. You want to offer a special? Sure, sure. Alright, so it has to be inspired on change. Uh, Oh, I thought you oh. had a special. Oh, I'm coming up with it right now. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to do uh Oh, all right. I'm going to do a tarot reading that will be, I'm not going to do a year ahead spread because I feel like those give your power away and you know I ain't about that. Right. So I'm going to do uh, for the next, what do you think, week? Yeah. I'm going to do. For a week until the 15th. I'm going to. I'm going to have a specialized reading that's going to talk about embodiment of the emperor, but not because it has anything to do with the emperor. Like we're going to set the emperor card to the side and that's going to be our main focus, right? It's going to be a focal card, but we're going to talk about, uh, I'll formulate the questions of how we're going to find the goals, accept the goals, smash the goals, whatever. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Get ready for your 2020. Yeah. I'll throw in a uh, hypnosis special. If there's a physical action that you want to take, whether it's quitting smoking whether it's eating less, whether it's working out, exercising, whether it's doing journaling, I can work with you. We'll do audio hypnosis. Uh, it'll be real great, relaxing, and help you make the changes that you've wanted to make. You just haven't been able to. Yeah, mine will be. I'll I'll end up having it be like my 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 tarot readings are usually like ten or eleven questions. So we'll get to the root of um, why it is that you can't buy into yourself, why you're unsuccessful, what you can do to be better at it too. So uh, you want to do a package deal? You want to do them individually? Yeah, let's do them together. If you want both to set your new year the right way, be one hundred dollars. All right, all right, one hundred dollars. Yeah, all right. Quite the discount. So that is a fucking discount. That's yeah. a damn steal. I know a lot of people that want, have been wanting to do them uh, past life regressions with you too. So 
Yeah, you need to get on that too. Yeah, I mean, I fucking did it. I'm still traumatized. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, whatever. All right. Well, beautiful. Until next time. Peace. Later.